Welcome to the Caleb Schaefer Podcast. We're so glad to have you join us today. Pastor Caleb is a graduate of the World Harvest Bible College, as well as Ohio Christian University. And his desire is to share the love of God with a lost and dying world. Prepare to be challenged and encouraged today through the study of God's Word. Now let's listen in to today's episode with our host, Caleb Schaefer. Praise the Lord. Thank you for tuning in today. I pray that you're doing well, that you're blessed, that you're healthy. And today is a great day to celebrate all that God has done in our lives and to believe and look forward to all that he's going to do. There are a lot of people right now in the United States who are hurting, who are in the midst of a trial. And I just think about the people with the hurricane down in Louisiana and Texas. I have some friends down in that direction and we're just praying for them that their lives can be rebuilt, that things can be restored and that everyone remains safe as they're cleaning up from that storm. And, you know, these things are continually happening all over the world. And it's just another sign that we're nearing the time when Jesus is coming back. And so I pray that you are able to, to just go forward, to keep believing, to stand strong and stand firm as we watch the next weeks, months, and even years, if, if the Lord tarries unfold, that you'll hold on to your faith, that you'll hold on to your faith. And I wanted to bring you a topic today that's a little bit of a tough topic um, that is exactly that, holding on to your faith. This walk that we walk is never guaranteed to be easy. It's never guaranteed to just be a smooth sail. It is actually guaranteed. We're promised more that we'll have trouble. We're promised more that we'll have difficulty. And I believe that we're seeing that in these days in which we're living. And so this is a difficult topic. And I, I titled this podcast this week, even when it hurts, there was a few years ago that Hillsong United came out with a song called even when it hurts. And it talks about praising the Lord, even when it's difficult even when it hurts, even when it seems like everything's gone wrong, even when it seems like the fight that you're in has been lost, even when all of that takes place. Um, and so this is a, a great topic for this time that we're living in because there are a lot of people who are hurting, a lot of people who are suffering, a lot of people who are dealing with problems in their lives and they're scared, they're worried, they're sad. They've been through a lot, and um, so I wanted to just bring you this topic this week, even when it hurts. And so I want to read to you today from Psalm chapter 34. We're going to look at verse 15 down through verse 19. It says, The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their cry. The face of the Lord is against the ones doing evil to cut off the memory of them from the earth. The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their trouble. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the contrite of spirit. Many of the afflictions of the righteous, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. This passage of scripture says, the righteous cry out and the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the contrite of spirit. There are so many people right now who are living 
with broken hearts. There are so many people right now who are living with contrite spirits, and we have hope regardless of what we're feeling right now. Regardless of what you're feeling, you have hope. Now, notice in this passage, the Lord did not say that we would never have problems. In this passage, the Lord did not say that once you accept Jesus, once you become a Christian, you will never have troubles, you will never have trials. No. The Bible here says many are the afflictions of the righteous. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. So we have more affliction because we're righteous. Why? Because the enemy hates you. Because the enemy hates your your stand for the Lord. The enemy hates your love for the Lord. The enemy hates that you might tell somebody about Jesus. The enemy hates all of it. The enemy wants to drag you and your family and those around you to hell. And you are a bright light wherever you're at. So God is using you and the devil hates that. The Lord didn't say you'd never have a broken heart. The Lord didn't say you'd never have a contrite spirit. The Lord didn't say any of that. What's a contrite spirit? A contrite spirit is remorseful. That, that, that is when you're feeling overcome and overwhelmed by guilt or by sadness. The Lord didn't say you'd never have those, but he did say that you, he would be near when you do. He said that he would be near when you have them. And that's the promise that we have that although this life is going to bring us trials and although this life is going to bring us trouble and sadness and broken hearts, that he is going to be near through all of it. This doesn't mean that you'll never have problems. Nothing in this life is guaranteed except that Jesus said in this life, you will have many troubles, much tribulation. So in this life, we're in this, this span of time, this period of time that we're given that we do have problems. We do have troubles. We do have trials that we deal with in this life and, and, there are so many times where I talk to people and I myself even think, why did it turn out this way? Why? Why Why is this happening right now? Why are we seeing that? Why, why after we prayed did it turn out that way? Why after we believed God, we put all of our faith in God, we put all of our hope in God, we put all of our trust in God, why did it turn out that way? Why did the answer come in a different way than I thought it was going to come because God doesn't always answer our prayers in a way that we feel like he should. A lot of the time, I believe we've been taught that God is some sort of a genie that grants our wishes or that God is some sort of a vending machine that we put in our prayer and we push the button and out comes exactly what we prayed for. No, no, no. God answers prayers a lot of the time in a different way than we thought he should. God answers prayers a lot of the time he he uses a, a different route and a different method to get us to where we need to go than we thought he should. And we need to have the trust in God to believe that he has all things working together for our good, that he has his heart is for our very best interest, that he doesn't want anything. He doesn't want anything 
to hinder us from getting to where it is that he has for us to be. So everything that we go through and everything that we deal with must be working together for our good. We find ourselves questioning God. We find ourselves asking, why did life turn out this way? Why am I dealing with this particular situation right now in my life? There are people who are saying, I'm 60, I'm 70 years old. I should be retiring right now, but now I have to, I have to start over. There are people who are in their forties and fifties who are, who are getting divorced right now, who thought they would be with their spouse for the rest of their lives. And now they're finding themselves having to start over. There are people who have lost loved ones that, that they absolutely adored and cared about. And now they find themselves walking alone when they thought they would have somebody with them forever. As long as they were alive, they thought that, that that person was, was going to be there. And now they're gone. They're, they're just gone. And there's a void. There's an emptiness. There's a hole in their life. And, and people are losing jobs right now. People are, are, are losing their homes and they're losing, all sorts of things, and we're dealing with all sorts of loss. Everybody has lost something this year. And we look around and we say, God, why now? Why has it turned out this way? There are so many compounding issues right now that we're dealing with world issues and local issues and, and and people are going through all sorts of difficulty and then this happens. This extra thing piles on. I don't know what your extra thing is right now, but I know that there are a lot of people going through some stuff that, that it just has compounded the problems that you were already facing. Something more happens and you feel like you're just about to crack. You feel like you're about to break. We deal with a lot of things like this through the course of our lives. And life is really a series of ups and downs. Life is really a series of going forward and then taking a couple steps back. Because life is never linear. <laughs> Life is life is a journey, and journeys sometimes take you through soft, lush fields and, and beautiful meadows, but then journeys sometimes take you through craggy peaks and, and caves and rocks and, and difficult terrain, and we have to traverse the easy as well as we traverse the difficult. And so even when it hurts, we've got to trust God. We've got to trust God. But why did my loved one, why did this happen to them? Why, why did they get that disease? Why did they get that di diagnosis? Why, after I prayed and I believed, why did God heal this person and not heal that person? I felt like this one person had more faith than, than that person. Or I felt like this should have gone differently than that. We, we prayed as a church. We believed. We came together and, and we used oil. We anointed with oil and we believed God together. We quoted scripture. We did everything that we knew how to do and still God called someone home. God took someone to heaven. It hurts sometimes. Life hurts in a lot of ways. It hurts when it didn't pan out the way that you believed it should. It hurts when you prayed and you believed God and you felt like he should come through for you 
because you were doing everything that you knew how to do. You were living right. You were, you were giving in the offering. You were doing whatever. It hurts sometimes. But what I've learned is this. That this life is not our final stop. This life was never meant to be our final resting place. This life was never meant to be where we hung our hat forever. This life is fleeting. This life is a vapor. This life is so small. On the grand scheme of things, 70 or 80 years is nothing at all if you make it that long. This life goes by quicker and quicker every single day and more and more is happening every single day. And we, we see just so much taking place and we blink and a year's gone and we blink and a decade's gone. We blink and it goes by so fast. This life was never meant to be our final stop. This life was never meant to be where we put all of our belief and all of our our hope. This life was never meant to be for us where we place all of our, our bearings and everything that we know. Our life here on the earth was never meant to be where we drop anchor. When you understand that we're just moving through, we're just passing through, it makes the trials of this life seem a whole lot easier. Because if you understand that we're just passing through and you have a loved one who's a believer in Jesus Christ, or you have a loved one who, who was little, you have a loved one who, who passed away and they went on to be with the Lord and you're without them. Even after you prayed, even after you, you cried and you, you tried to do everything you knew to do. Even after that, if you realize that this life is fleeting and this life is a vapor, then it becomes easier to deal with the sorrows of this life because you understand that we're only here for a short amount of time and we participate in this life. Yes, you were born unwillingly. You, you, you had no choice in the matter. You're here right now and you are stuck in the middle of this life. Whatever the life handed you and whatever you had to deal with, you're stuck in the middle of it. Yes, but you're going on to a greater place. You're going on to something far better if you're a believer in Jesus Christ. And the Bible talks about this. The Bible says about this in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 13. It says, These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them from afar, were assured of them, embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. This is the hall of faith. This is the portion of scripture that talks about Abraham and it talks about Samson. It talks about Rahab and Enoch and Noah. This portion of scripture talks about all the greats and it says that they confessed that they were pilgrims in the earth. We are strangers and we're pilgrims here 
every single person who believes on Jesus Christ. This is not your final stop. This is not where you belong. This is not the place where we where we drop our anchor and we stay forever. No, this is the place where we have an opportunity to love and we have an opportunity to minister to people. We have an opportunity to accept Jesus Christ. And after that, after this life is over, then we have a much better place called heaven that we're going to. But we have to keep that in mind when we're dealing with earthly trials and we're dealing with earthly struggles and fights because this life is not the end. It's not the end. And if we have the hope in Jesus Christ, even when it hurts, we can trust him. Even when it hurts, we don't get mad at him. Even when it hurts, we don't give up on our faith because we realize that, yes, we might be going through some difficulty here. Yes, we might be experiencing a loss here. Or we might be sad here. Yes, we might be grieving. We might be struggling. We might be feeling like it's unfair. But in just a short amount of time, we're going to be with the Lord forever. We're going to be with the Lord forever. And so we have hope even when it hurts because we realize we're just passing through this lot, this life. We're just passing through this land that this isn't our final stop. This isn't where we make our abode and our dwelling place. Our dwelling place is in heaven at the end of this. So we trust. We keep pressing forward. We're strangers. We're pilgrims. We're aliens in a foreign land. And that's why you feel like you don't belong here. That's why you feel like nothing's working out here. Because this isn't your final stop. Soon, we'll be in a place of rest. We'll be in a place of eternal joy. We'll be in a place where where we can never be separated from the presence of God if you believe on Jesus Christ. But for now, this life is where we have sorrow. This life is where we have the difficulty. This life is where we have that. This life is where we cry. This life is where we hurt. This life is where we don't understand, where we see people get diagnosed with terrible things who are strong believers who have walked with the Lord all their life. And a lot of the time we ask why. Why, God? Why does this happen? Why did you let this happen? Why did this take place? And God just says, I'm near to the brokenhearted. And I'm near to those who are contrite in heart. God just says, trust me. Because you're not going to be here forever. You're moving on to bigger and better places. And when you start to remember that and you start to think about that, as you're dealing with grief, as you're dealing with sorrow, you start to begin to see things in a little different perspective. You start to see things in a little bit of a different way. And God sees a big picture where we don't, where we don't see what he's doing, where we don't see why he's doing certain things. God sees the big picture in our lives And in the world, he sees the big picture at all times. And there's a verse in Isaiah that talks about that. Isaiah 55 verses 8 and 9, it says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, 
Nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. God says, I think higher than you. I see the big picture. I see what you're dealing with. Yes, but I also see that at the end of all of this, you're going to be in heaven with me forever and ever. And so we've got to learn to trust him. We've got to learn to praise him even when it hurts and realize that we're only here for a short amount of time. You know, there are some things that we deal with that we will only ever have the answer to in heaven. We'll never fully understand it here in the earth. We'll never fully understand why we had to go through things or why we had to feel certain things, why we had to deal with certain things. But when we get to heaven, we're going to understand. We'll see the reason and we'll understand fully what God has done. Today, if you are feeling sad, if you're hurt, you're grieving it doesn't mean that God has left you it doesn't mean that God has forsaken you or abandoned you if you prayed for something and didn't quite see the answer that you were expecting it doesn't mean that God isn't who he says he is God is still God. God is still on the throne. He still deserves our praise. He still deserves glory. He's still King of kings and Lord of lords. And we've got to trust him. We've got to trust him. And we've got to know that in our sorrow and in our sadness, in our weakness, he's near. Just like he promised in Psalm 34. The righteous cry out and the Lord hears. The righteous cry out and the Lord hears. When you cry out, the Lord hears every single cry. When you pray, the Lord hears every single prayer. It doesn't matter what you're dealing with, what the situation is. Nothing is too small or too big for God. God is able to do anything. Nothing is impossible with God, the Bible tells us. And when we cry out, he hears. And the Bible says, and delivers them out of their troubles. When we are finally delivered, when we're finally delivered one last time, one great last deliverance, when we come out of this earth, whether it's in the rapture or whether it's our body goes into the ground and our spirit goes to be with God, when we are finally delivered one last time, I know God delivers here on the earth and I praise him when he does. I know God heals on the earth here and I praise him when he does. I'm so thankful that he blesses and he has favor on us and he has just just the mercy and grace on our lives. I know he does great things while we're here, but if he chooses to make our deliverance through the rapture or through death, we're going to be delivered one last final time. And what you you might have been delivered or healed here on the earth from something. You might have been healed from from heart disease, you might have been healed from cancer. You might have been healed from anything, but here on the earth, those healings are still just temporary because we're, we're either getting out of here through the rapture or through death. You will still die. You will still die if you've been here healed here on the earth because it's appointed to man once to die unless Jesus comes back and takes us in the rapture. 
So your healing's temporary here on the earth. To deliver us all one last great deliverance. Whether we die and our bodies go into the ground, our spirit goes to heaven, or whether we're taken up in the rapture, that's the one last final deliverance for Saul. And he's going to do it. And so, while you're still here, and while we're still going through everything that we go through here on the earth, while we're still fighting the fight of faith here on the earth, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the contrite of spirit. Lord is near to you. If you are sad and grieving, if you're weary, if you've just been fighting the fight of faith and you're just weary right now, you're just weary and overwhelmed with everything that's going on all over the world, all the hate, all the destruction, all the, all the, the fear that is being placed on people, right now all the manipulation and deception and lies that we're seeing all of those things if you're weary of it if you're sad if you're tired and grieving if you've lost something or someone in the last year the lord is near the lord is near he doesn't always make his presence known in ways that we feel like he should he doesn't always make his presence known in, in some grand way, sometimes he'll just let you feel his spirit as he's near. Sometimes he'll just remind you in a subtle way. You'll see something or hear something. There'll be some sort of confirmation that he's near. But until you get that confirmation, you operate in truth. And truth always overrides fact. Truth always overrides fact. The fact might be that you were living in a house by yourself. You've lost someone or something that you love terribly. And you feel like you're all alone. But the truth is, according to the word of God, he's near. The fact might be you have a diagnosis from the doctor. And... They've only given you a short amount of time to live. Can God heal you? Absolutely. He may heal you on the earth here. He may take you to heaven to heal you. But know this. The fact might be the diagnosis is bad, but the truth is he's near. The fact might be you lost your job and you are losing everything you own. But the truth is God's near, and God provides. The fact might be you don't know where to turn for answers, and everything in the world seems like it's collapsing around you. The truth is, he's near, and he still saves. And so today, I just want to give you an opportunity Because God is still God, no matter what we're facing, no matter what we've dealt with, no matter what's happened this week, God is still God. God deserves our very best praise. And if we'll put our trust and our hope in him, we will see him move in our lives in great ways, in mighty ways. You know, trusting God is a 
walk that we have to walk every single day of our lives. We don't get to pick and choose when we trust God. We have to trust him at all times. We have to trust him when times are bad. We have to trust him when times are good. We have to trust him when we don't feel like it. We have to trust him when everything around us is telling us the opposite. We have to trust him when we look around and see hate and we look around and see despair and we look around and see all this fighting and everything going on when storms are hitting the coast and when when people are losing their lives and when people are being treated with injustice we have to trust him we have to believe him when you hear statistics of the amount of babies that are being just slaughtered before they're born we have to trust him when you hear the stories of just children missing and being involved in the child trafficking and everything that's going on, we still have to trust him. It's so easy to want to despair. It's so easy to want to give up. It's so easy to want to use things as an excuse to be mad at God or to be upset with him about something that didn't pan out the way that you thought it would. We have to remember that God is sovereign. God is on the throne. God is king. And we are at our safest spot. We're at our safest place when we keep our trust in him. And he sees the big pictures that we don't see. His ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. He sees the things that we cannot see. And he moves in ways that we cannot understand. And so when times are tough, even when it hurts, we got to trust him that his word is true, that he cares about us, that he's near, and that he's working all things together for our good. Today I want to ask you a question because maybe you don't know the God that I'm talking about. Maybe you don't know the Lord. Maybe you don't have the peace that I'm talking about because really that's what this is. It's about peace. Knowing that he's near gives you peace. Knowing that he saves gives you peace. Yeah, it might still hurt. Yeah, it might still be frustrating. Yeah, all of those things. You might still be grieving because having trust and having peace doesn't bring someone back, doesn't fix every marriage, doesn't mean that every broken piece is going to be put back together to your life, but it does mean that you're going to have someone who's near to you and who cares about you and who has peace to offer you in the midst of storms and trials of life. Even when it hurts, you still have a friend that sticks closer than a brother. So today I want to ask you a question. Do you know the Lord? Do you know the Lord? It's so important that you know him. It's so important that you have him with you. This life is fleeting. As I said earlier, this life is a vapor. We're just passing through. And at one point here, very soon, I believe the rapture is going to take place. And the true believers in Jesus Christ are going to be taken off the earth to be with him forever in heaven. The Bible says the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up in the air to be with the Lord forever. So there's coming a time when believers are going to be taken off of this earth. 
those who believed in Christ while they were alive and died, they're going to come out of their graves. And those who believe in Christ who are still walking the earth right now are going to be taken off of the earth as well. So I want to ask you, do you know the Lord? Because there's not much time left, whether we live out our lives or whether the rapture happens soon. You've got to know Jesus Christ. You've got to put your faith and your trust in him. You've got to know him. You've got to spend time with him. Read the Bible. Pray. You've got to develop a relationship with him. Because without him, we're completely lost. So I want to pray a prayer with you today. And if you'll just repeat this prayer after me, you're just inviting him into your heart and inviting him into your life. I believe that today you'll have assurance of your salvation and you'll be ready to meet him when he comes. Just say, Father God, I believe in your son, Jesus. I believe that he died on the cross and he rose again. I believe that his blood has the power to cover all my sins. So wash me in the blood that he shed. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. And help me to live for you every day. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Friend, if you prayed that prayer for the first time or for the hundredth time, I would love to hear from you. Message me. Send me a, a, a notification on any of the any of the mediums where this podcast is played. And begin to rest in the fact that when we're brokenhearted, when we're contrite, God is with us. He's near. He's closer than ever. And a lot of the time in those times when we're sad or when we feel broken, we feel like he's far, far away. But the Bible tells us in this verse, he's nearer than ever. So know today that he's near to you, even when it hurts. Even when it hurts, he's near. Keep your faith and trust in him. He loves you so much today. So do I. Share this message with some of your friends and your family. I know it's a heavy topic. I know that things probably sound a little different in my voice today and in the tone that I'm using. But I know that this message is for someone today. That even when it hurts, keep trusting God because he's near. God bless you. I love you. And I'll talk to you very soon right here on the podcast. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Caleb Schaefer podcast. If you would like to connect with Caleb, you can do so on Facebook at Caleb Schaefer Ministry, on Instagram at Caleb underscore Schaefer, or by visiting www.calebschaefer.com. If you have been encouraged, please share this podcast with your friends and loved ones. Once again, we appreciate you listening to today's episode and may God bless you as you continue to walk with him.